The college basketball experience Atlantic Sun season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Gotta do that. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Yes, Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use the promo code SGPN to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more at Prediction Strike. We're also brought to you by SGPN. Yes, the SGPN app is now live in the app store and Google play store. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So download that app for free today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college basketball experience Atlantic sun season preview. My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick and let's talk a little Atlantic sun basketball. Um, look, I mean, first off, we are two weeks away from. Give me the Dundee music. We are two weeks away from a Sun basketball tipping off. College basketball is back. You know we're gonna have you covered on the college basketball experience, where there'll be a daily show with the best bets and talking about all that is going on in college basketball and everything happening within the Atlantic Sun Conference and every other conference. Yes. We are at the finish line almost for the uh, beginning of the college basketball season. And let me, uh, let me continue some of this music here because Atlantic sun welcomes in several, several new, uh, new teams. Essentially what is happening is Atlantic sun, I think is going to make a push at some point for D D one football, FBS football, not FCS. And uh, so they have been the, the, everything's been changing. As you saw, I don't know if you saw with Texas, Oklahoma to the sec, and then all these teams of the big 12 and the Americans grabbing teams. And then uh, essentially uh, right before all of that, you had the likes of like uh, central Arkansas, Eastern Kentucky. Jacksonville state, Kennesaw state and North Alabama joining the Atlantic sun. And all of a sudden that gives you an interesting conference. I can tell you that much because 
You look and uh, just a few years ago, Liberty wasn't in the thing, but just a few years ago, Florida Gulf coast went to the sweet 16. You guys remember that one dunk city. We will touch more on Florida Gulf coast in uh, a bit here, but out the gate, I'm going to go alphabetically here. Let's talk about the brand new school in a way. I know there's a lot of new going on in the Atlantic sun, but this is a, a brand new school to division one as of last season. And that is Bellarmine. And I always butcher this is a Bellarmine is a Bellarmine. I think it's Bellarmine, the bar, uh, the Knights of Bellarmine located in uh good old Kentucky. And look, they, they hop up to D one and without struggle, I know they didn't make the NCAA tournament, but they played for a, uh, a championship essentially. And this is a team that essentially had COVID issues off and on. I mean, a lot of college basketball teams did, but Bellarmine had COVID issues all season long. And they kind of, I thought they did a great job considering they're jumping up to a brand new uh, level of basketball and to have all those COVID issues and, and then to still play for the championship, Scott Davenport by, by, by the way, longest tenured coach in this conference, obviously not the longest 10 tenured coaching in this conference, but he's been at the helm there at Bellarmine since 2005. And uh, look, I think he's doing just an unbelievable job. Um, Scott Davenport, when you really, when you really analyze what is going on, they had a winning season. They had a winning season in year one. That does not happen that often. That really does not happen that, that, that much. So uh, kudos to them for, for jumping up and, and really, and battling a ton of adversity with, with the COVID stuff going on. Now at the same time, they're going to battle more adversity this year, uh, perhaps because yes, they went 14 and eight in year one. It's a good season, but Pedro Bradshaw, opted for the NBA and they also lost CJ Fleming and Ethan Claycomb. All of them averaged double digits. So year 16 for Davenport, uh, he thought he was going to have some of these guys back, not going to have everyone back, but he did land Ben Johnson, Kentucky's high school, uh, Mr. Basketball from last year. That will be interesting to see. And, and he does return the likes of Dylan Penn and Dylan Penn, I think is, is one that we could all say if you've watched uh if you've watched any Bellarmine basketball, they, uh, he was one of their top scorers from a season ago. So guy averaged 13 points a game. They also have Nick Thielen back a big man who averaged five points a game. And then they landed Ben Johnson. I don't know how that should shake out with Bellarmine, but uh, Hey, 14 and eight. Uh, I I'm interested in checking out how they, uh, how they do in year two, especially without COVID, because that's another thing. They came back from COVID to play Liberty in the championship. Essentially. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Just the, the first game out. Oh, here you go. But uh, Hey, I mean, uh, I'm impressed already. All right. I'm, I'm really impressed and I'm interested to watch them uh, in, in year two or 1.5. Should we say, uh, at the D one level. Next up, you got central Arkansas, the bears. This is a brand new team year one in the Atlantic sun, formerly of the Southland conference. And they, they believe it or not, oh, if you go far enough back, they used to be an NIA, I'm sorry, NAIA power. 
a D two power. You might recall they had Scotty Pippen uh, back in the eighties, but they've, they've really stumbled upon tough times. Head coach Anthony Boone enters year three and they just, they haven't been able to get things going. All right. Uh, just one win in the past or one winning season in the past decade year one, he takes over. They go nine and 13, nine and 11 in the Southland last year, five and 19 and four and 12 in the Southland. That's not big. Um, that, it just makes you wonder because they're stepping up to a better basketball conference in a way. I know the Southland had a few teams that were pretty good, but I think you could make a case that this might be deeper, but we shall see. Um, the good news is, is sophomore guard. Colin Cooper is back after being injured. Uh, he only played nine games a season ago. He averaged just about 11 points a game shot 40, almost 41% from three. That's a huge guy to bring back. Uh, they're also bringing back uh, Eddie Kaulud, Kaulud, Kaulud. This guy guard forward slasher averaged ten point five points per game, five point two boards. Also bringing back Jared Chatham at the forward spot. This guy nine points, almost ten points a game, six point nine rebounds, and uh, then they have another veteran in SK Shatu. And uh, keep an eye out for the Arkansas transfer Darius Hall coming in. Will that be enough for Central Arkansas to be relevant? Obviously, I don't think any of us would would be projecting them to uh, win win this conference. But can they just be better? Because I mean, if you if you're just throwing in last season, they're easily the worst team. But I think they're going to be a little bit better returning some of those key players. Big year for Anthony Boone, year three. Can he get the bears rolling in the new conference? Um, I think health it will be, will be a big factor here, but also if you look at it, getting Cooper Kaolude and, and Chatham back mixed with potentially if Darius Hawk could pan out the Arkansas transfer and should too, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they can field a decent roster and actually, uh, you know, fiddle finish middle of the pack or something here. But uh, I, I, they got their work cut out for them. They've been really, really bad of late. So uh, we shall see what central Arkansas will be like. I, I will rank my projected order at the end of this episode. Um, but first I want to tell you that the college basketball experience, Atlantic sun season preview is brought to you by WinBet. Ready to win money and boost your odds? Well, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, college football, college basketball, MLB. NBA, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. I mean, these are some great bonuses. New users can bet one dollar and win a hundred on any sport. I mean, come on. Uh, plus, you can win. A, you can get up to fifteen hundred dollars as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of twenty dollars or more. Think about that. Uh, whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it two hundred percent. Put down a hundred, you're going to get two hundred in a free bet. Max wager on that is $750, meaning they'll give you $1,500 to bet. 
Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Well, sign up today to receive a special offer: a risk-free thousand-dollar sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com. And I got to touch base. We're back here talking uh, Balarmine. We talked a few a few teams, but uh, with Balarmine, it's funny because with the COVID thing, people get extra years of eligibility. And I was stumbling upon a couple different websites as I was as I was previewing this, and and it seems as if CJ Fleming and Ethan Claycomb are back. Mix them in with uh, I mean with Dylan Penn, and all three are back. And Balarmine, if that's the case, which it appears to be, as they're using that COVID year. Uh, as as uh, basically like a red shirt, that means that they have three guys that can kind of light it up, and they still got Nick Thielen at the forward spot. I like this Bellarmine team to go far. Ben Johnson, the freshman coming in, and uh, yeah, I know I'm getting off topic here because we were supposed to be talking uh, Eastern Kentucky next, but I I noticed that while reading that ad that uh, yeah they they're so they are bringing back two people that we thought they were losing. Wow, that uh, this thing makes it college basketball is extremely deep this year, and I think a lot of it was players came back. Maybe it was the NIL, maybe it was the COVID thing where you're getting a players, uh, you know, another year of eligibility essentially. So that is very interesting to watch uh, as as Bellarmine quickly coming up, and now now let's talk about Eastern Kentucky, A W Hamilton's bunch. Um, it's a big year for him. AW played back in the day at Wake Forest in Marshall, but uh, this was one of my teams last year. I won a lot of money on the Eastern Kentucky Colonels here, and now they're they're brand new to the Atlantic Sun, and it's uh, AW Hamilton's fourth year, big year in uh, in in Richmond, Kentucky, coming off a fifteen and five season. But they haven't been they haven't been dancing since two thousand fourteen, and I think they're going to be a contender this year. Add in Bellarmine, add in Eastern Kentucky. I know we'll get to a few other teams that have been in the conference playing good basketball in years previous within the conference, but Eastern Kentucky here. Look, I get it. They lose Wendell Green. They lose Trey King. All right. The the transfer portal in if you, you know, haven't been paying attention was absolutely fucking crazy this year. All right. Was absolutely crazy, but they returned Jamaru Brown who averaged just about 12 points a game, senior guard. They returned Kurt Lewis, uh redshirt sophomore guard, but last year put up 11 points per game and forward Michael Moreno, who averaged 10.2 points a game. That's huge to me. Three guys coming back, averaging double digits. Uh, four of your five projected starters are, are, are upperclassmen. And then they went out in the transfer portal. They got Braxton Beverly, the NC state guard. They added Trevin Wade from Wichita State. That's a grad transfer there. And then they went out and got a couple forwards from Marshall and Jansen Williams, who averaged just about 10 points a game of Marshall. And uh, then I ran Bennett, who averaged just about 10 points per game at Marshall. I really like what they did. They also brought in a Juco transfer and Michael Wardy. I think. Uh, Eastern Kentucky's sitting on something nice. They also have a, a, a Devonte Blanton on that bench. Who was a solid contributor a season ago. Cooper Rob, the senior guard. 
I really like what Eastern Kentucky is sitting on, even though they lose Wendell Green and Trey King, some huge pieces from a season ago. This will be interesting to watch as they join this new conference because the Colonels were playing solid ball in the Ohio Valley last year, I thought. Won me a lot of money. So, I mean, I I really feel like um and and another thing is keep an eye on how Eastern Kentucky does in this conference. They are a team that gets after it defensively. They were the they were uh seventh best in the in 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 the country a season ago. This team likes to press. Uh, they press 34% of the time they get after it. And I, obviously they're bringing in some new guys. So maybe who, who knows if they press that often and who knows, maybe, you know, uh, maybe they have a different approach for this season, but last year, that was what got them there had a, a great record. And I actually thought they were going to make the NCAA tournament at, at, at several points last year. I remember texting NC Nick saying, dude, watch out for Eastern Kentucky. Now they're in the Atlantic sun. Interesting to see what, what could happen now with, uh, with the likes of the colonels jumping to a brand new conference. Um, now let's talk a little Florida golf coast. I think it's a big year down there in the golf for Michael fly, the head coach. And the main reason why is we know uh, Florida golf coast has had some really good teams back at Andy Enfield's stretch at Florida Gulf coast, the USC coach uh, that was previously at, at, at FGC. And then Joe Dooley, who's now at East Carolina. Um, so Michael fly takes over in, in 2018 and, and his first year they go 14 and 18, nine and seven in the conference, but obviously they struggled. They couldn't, you know, duplicate that success that they had uh, under Joe Dooley. Then in 2019, 20, they go 10 and 22, seven and nine in the conference. And then last year they had a winning season at 10 and eight, obviously COVID playing a big factor in that, Uh, but just four and five within the conference. So he's got an overall record of 34 and 48, just 41% and 20 and 21 within the conference. I think it's a huge year because this team, this school had momentum. Their fans were showing up for their games. I think it's a huge year down there in the golf. Uh, with Michael fly, I get it. He's got ties to Lennon Hamilton. He's got ties to Andy Enfield. So he's got a great pedigree uh, of coaches behind him. However, at some point, if it's not this year, then I would say next year, he will be on the hot seat if they can't start grabbing wins. And I think that's just the reality. So you look at this year's team and uh, uh, well, obviously big transfers coming in. Uh, the big one, I think that stands out is Kevin Samuel, the six eleven forward from TCU coming in, getting about nine points a game, eight boards at TCU. I thought it was a surprising move when Samuel transferred to FGC Florida Gulf coast, because I thought, man, kind of thought he was pretty darn good player in the big 12, but huge get for Michael fly. Then uh, they brought in Carlos Rosario from McNeese state and uh, Rosario at McNeese state was getting 12 points a game, 5.5 rebounds. Those two additions, I mean, they're going to be, they're going to be they They got some height. Now they also brought in uh, Andre Ware from, from Richmond, a six ten freshman. You add those three in there. They got some height that uh, could be a problem in the a sun. be interesting to watch. Um, and then 
they return a couple guards that, that, that average double digits and Cyrus Largy and Caleb Cotto, both combined put you up for about 27 points a game as they both got 13 points uh, a game a season ago, but also Largy gets 6.1 rebounds. That's that's a guard six three getting down there grabbing boards, uh, and then their point Lewis Roland, not known for lighting up the score sheet, but he uh, five point two assists per game, also two point two steals per game. So he's the defensive ace. They also went out in the transfer portal and landed Austin Ritchie, a six uh, six senior from uh, Tulsa, who got about seven points a game down there in, in Tulsa with Frank Haith, and then Matt Halverson. A uh, grad transfer guard from uh, Western Carolina who averaged 12.1 points a game down there with the Catamounts. And then Tavian Dunn Martin, another f- a 5 8 guard from Duquesne who averaged 10 points a game. And I kind of like Duquesne's team a season ago. I remember watching Martin. Uh, this could be a weird, uh, like, what do you make of that team? I'm asking myself that question, obviously, but I, I, I think th- can the transfer portal pay off for Michael Fly? I look at this team and I see talent. Can they, can they go together? I mean, they're bringing, they, they even got some key reserves coming back. I, I think it's a talented team and I think they could actually do some damage. I think it's his best team yet down there uh, on the Gulf coast. So watch out uh, for, for Florida Gulf coast. I mean, it would be fun to see the Eagles back dancing, but I do think Michael fly put up or shut up time. Got, got to create, got to get some results here uh, in the a sun. And I don't, I don't think they care that they added a bunch of teams in there. I think fans realize that, Hey, we were like kind of turning into a little bit of a, uh, you know, a George Mason or a VCU down there or whoever, you know, like they were, they were having solid teams year after year in the a sun. So maybe they can fix it and, and have a great year this year. But next up, let's talk about a, another school, Jacksonville state, the Gamecocks fresh off of an 18 and nine record. I mean, that's impressive right there, but they're one of the new schools uh, joining the ACE sun known for their football history. So uh, we'll see how the transit 18 and nine in the Ohio Valley was a pretty darn good year last year. Can this, uh, you know, get, translate to, to wins in the a sun. The question you got to ask yourself is, is the, is the Ohio Valley better than the Atlantic sun? I think it is. So in a way, are they leaving a conference and going to a conference where they'll have an opportunity to grab more wins? Yes. But uh, Ray Harper doing a good job. He's been down there in uh, at Jacksonville state since 2016. He's got a, a rich history with a lot of uh, nice wins. I mean, he was at Western Kentucky, had some solid seasons, got to the NCAA tournament back in 11 and 12. Um, it's going to be a big year for him. And you, really, when you look at what he's done at Jacksonville state, he's only had one losing season in five years there. So keep an eye out for the Gamecocks because uh, I think he's probably one of the better coaches in this whole conference, when you look at his track record, when you look at his history overall as a basketball coach, he has been pretty, pretty darn fantastic at almost every stop he's been. Um, and there's a lot of reason for optimism here. If you're a Gamecock fan, because I can tell you this, you're starting five seniors projected to be starting five seniors. Um, 
you're bringing in the Mount St. Mary's transfer and Jalen Gibbs, who averaged 16 and a half points a game at Mount St. Mary's a year ago. You look at the others that you that you got penciled in to be starters that I would imagine will be it's Brandon Huffman, the big man getting about 10.4 points a game, him, the other guard, Darian Adams, Adams Gibbs backcourt along with uh, Jalen Finch, the, the point guard, I think could really be dangerous. I think you look at the bigs and that's kind of your question. Can Kane, uh, can Kanye Henry and Brandon Huff, uh, I'm sorry, Brandon Huffman, can they put it together? But altogether you think, man, they have four guys penciled in that averaged double digits a season ago. They got five seniors on this bunch. The bench, you, you look at uh, Nguzi, the, the big man on the bench, 8.7 points a game. Damari King at the backup point guard spot, 6.4 points a game. I mean, they, they got some players. I think that, that this team could really, uh, I think right now, uh, We've gone through what? We've gone through what? Bellarmine, in Central Arkansas, Eastern Kentucky, Florida Gulf Coast, Jacksonville State. I would say this is probably the best team as far as experience goes. As far as experience goes, you gotta love what Ray Harper has with the Gamecocks. So I, I would tend to say right now that would be the. We'll get to it at the end, but uh, but I think they might be the team to beat. We shall see, but I, I think it's a loaded roster. It's a deep bench. They bring in a Charlotte transfer to and Caleb Bird. Um, can't wait to can't wait to watch the Gamecocks. It's your new conference. Bring it on, and they're going to be able to do some battle against Jacksonville. Yes, Jacksonville. Um, it's nice to have a conference now that has Jacksonville and Jacksonville State. <laughs> the Dolphins. Jordan Mincy's bunch, brand new, uh, brand new head coach. That will be uh, interesting to see. I guess they haven't been great of late. So, what can we see with the Dolphins? Great name, great name there. Um, I don't know. I think when you when you really look at this team, it's kind of one of these things where it's like there's so many transfers going on in college basketball. And you'll find almost teams. I remember we previewed it. It was bad last year, but this year's even more crazy. Um, they brought in a slew of transfers. So it's hard to truly get a gauge from this team. They bring in Tommy Bruner from uh, South Carolina upstate where he averaged 13.6 points a game. Maybe, maybe that will work out. They bring in uh Osai Os- Osifu from Florida the guy. Barely got any burn at Florida, but he's a senior. You're playing up Florida. Uh, they bring in Jordan Davis from middle Tennessee, averaging 11 points. They bring in Rod Brown from New Mexico, put up 7.4 points, about five boards. And they bring in a D two transfer in, in uh, Yassi Powell who averaged 16 points a game on the D two level. And then they brought in Davion Stevens from coastal Carolina. It's hard to get Anna Juco transfer in Mike Marsh, hard to truly get a gauge on what the dolphins are going to have here. But I'll say this, they do return three starters that averaged double digits a season ago. And that is KV Nolan, Tyrese Davis and Bryce workman. This is the, 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 what I was trying to say earlier was like, there's certain teams, Oregon state of last year stands out in my head where we're previewing them. And it was like their whole team was transfers. It's hard to get a gauge on how they're going to be this year. But I would say uh, Jordan Mincy, brand new coach. 
this team's got some talent. They were very active in the transfer portal, but it's hard to get a gauge on how good the dolphins will be this year. Um, so I guess at that point we just leave it at that because I mean, it wouldn't shock me if this team was decent. It wouldn't shock me. They got some, some nice pieces. It seems like, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see that they, they remain the mystery team thus far. Next up, let's talk a little Kennesaw state owls, Amir Abdul Rahim uh, entering year three. Um, Kennesaw's had their, had their ups and downs here. They, but they were struggling um, last year. They were better. So perhaps they're headed in the right direction. You look and see, okay, well, this team returns Spencer Rogers. That's great. The senior guard averaged 16 points a game, 1.1 steals a season ago. And he brings back his, uh, his guard, uh, Chris Youngblood is his partner there. That 12.4 points a game, those two and mixed with Terrell burden. You might have a good backcourt down there. And I think the real question is the bigs forward, Alex Peterson, who averaged 7.3 points a game, about six boards a season ago. He's going to need to step up. They're bringing in a, uh, another transfer in Damon Robinson from Murray state who averaged about 6.9 points a game there. That could be key. I would say their bigs are going to be tested, especially within this conference. Um, keep an eye on the D two transfer Isaiah reddish. He, li- he really lit it up in uh, at D on the D two level, averaging 23 points a game, perhaps and, and 10 boards. Perhaps that's a guy that can be a big impact on this team that we're not seeing, but overall, I kind of think the owls are going to suffer with the, the transition to the new conference. Um, I just don't know if they have the bigs to, to, to play with some of these other schools. We'll see how that backcourt does though. Cause they got a decent backcourt uh, at Kennesaw. So next up, it's time to talk about the Liberty flames. Yes. I mean, the pride of the conference, Richie, Richie McKay, by the way, in a second stint down there. And, and if there's a school overall between basketball and football that has really stepped it up in the past five years, 10 years, I think you got to mention Liberty together. The, I mean, the, they are doing things on boat on the, on the, the sports front because Look at their last what? Look at their last five seasons. They haven't had a losing season since 2015. 2016, 21 and 14. 2017, 22 and 15. 2018, 29 and 7. Unfortunately, in 2019, I mean, by the way, in 2018, they they went to the NCAA tournament. They went to the round of 32. Well, 2019 and 20, they had their best team ever. They went 30 and four in the regular season, but the NCAA got canceled. The tournament got canceled due to COVID. And then last year they were 23 and six and they, uh, they lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament, but the flames have had five straight winning seasons. They finished first place in the conference in the Atlantic sun, all three years they've been in it prior to that. They were in the big South this guy's doing a hell of a job. And yeah, this guy's a proven coach. He's done this. He's done great jobs at New Mexico before he's had success at Colorado state before. So not a surprise uh, that he's doing things at Liberty, even go back to his first in at Liberty back in 2008. 
they finished 23 and 12, went to the CIT. So uh, Richie McKay just doing it uh, with, with the flames. And, and really, I think you have to pencil them in as the preseason favorite because they've won it every year. They've been in this conference, but yes, is the conference changing? Sure. Um, and perhaps they're the most inexperienced in a way. Um, but Richie McKay, I mean, this is a guy who comes from Tony Bennett, you know, defensively, they're going to be there. They return their star point guard, Darius McGee. This guy averaged 15.5 points a game a season ago, 2.1 assist, 4.4 boards. It does it all. And I guess the real question is, is uh, will Blake Preston step up uh, the big man and, and really be because they need scoring, right? Darius McGee is going to get his. Can somebody step up and be a reliable number two uh, down there in Lynchburg, Virginia? I think Blake Preston's that guy, the six, nine redshirt junior averaged nine points a game, 6.4 boards a season ago, him, maybe Keegan McDowell. Um, but overall they're kind of, it's pretty inexperienced. I think they were less experienced last year though. And look what they did. And overall within the conference since joining in these three years, they're 38 and seven. So you'd be hard pressed not to have the flames number one um, in this conference. So it, it's going to be interesting to watch because they, they, I, I'm, they have a slew of freshmen, four freshmen added this, this, this year. Will any of them have an impact? Uh, will some of these veterans that, you know, it, it will Drake Dobbs and Keegan McDowell and Blake Preston and uh, a few others, Jonathan Jackson, could they be solid contributors this year? We'll see. Um, as the flames look to repeat for the fourth straight year. It's tough. They lost what Chris Parker and caught and, and Cuffy be interesting to see how they do with Jacksonville state coming into the mix with Eastern Kentucky coming into the mix. Sign me up for watching all those games as soon as the season tips. Um, but yeah, I think you got to have Liberty penciled in as, as your, as your top dog here. Um, it wasn't that long ago though. In the Atlantic Sun, I guess I should do an ad read first. All right, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience Atlantic 10 season preview is brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing, and PropSwap is your home for the best World Series futures. All season long, PropSwapers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds, people. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket, uh, every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time, and this is what's great. Your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money; it just has to improve. Think of it like a like the stock market. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. I also want to tell you that the college basketball experience Atlantic sun preview is brought to you by prediction strike. Do you wish you could have had stock in a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well, now prediction strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if there were stocks. It's like Robin hood and DraftKings had a baby. 
Prediction Strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players. Start investing in them. Simply download Prediction Strike's new and easy to use app from the App Store, or you can sign up at predictionstrike.com. Just create an account and use the code SGPN. Then deposit funds to buy and sell hold. And, well, I'm sorry, to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite uh, of your favorite athletes. I mean, come on, this is awesome. Uh, just like you will with real stocks, the value of players will change based upon game performance and supply and demand. And you can trade your shares of players at any time. As long as the player is not playing in a current game. Once again, sign up with the promo code SGPN and receive a free athlete share. Your first deposit of $20 or more. All right. Talking Atlantic sun basketball. I, I'm telling you, all you need is ESPN plus. So a lot of these games up on ESPN plus and Nowadays, man, uh, I remember back in the nineties trying to watch some of these teams. It's tough. It's tough, man. That's the best thing about this technology thing is, is you can watch all these games. Now you can get it all dialed in ESPN on the app. even lets you like do split screen. You can play all four of these games going on at once. It's fantastic. Uh, but let's talk about a little school that they made a run to the tournament. Not that long ago. And I'm talking about the Lipscomb Bisons. Yes. Lipscomb. Lenny Cuff's bunch entering year three, and they're they're an interesting team because it wasn't that long ago that they were, I mean they they probably have been affected the most by the radical change of the conference. Them at Florida Gulf Coast, I guess, um, because it was before that it was them two just going neck and neck, and now all these good teams are coming in there and they're wondering what can they do to to get on that level down there in Nashville. And I think one of the things they're going to really go for is uh, one of the things they really got going for them is KJ Johnson. Yes. Shout out to old Kevin Johnson. Wasn't he the mayor of Sacramento or something? The old Phoenix Sun. but KJ Johnson, the point guard for Lipscomb, this guy averages 13.5 points a game. He is back at the helm him. Uh, they have quite the one, two punch in KJ Johnson and a son as a who is their big man, six, nine red shirt, senior getting 14 points a game, eight boards. That that's, that's uh, essentially uh, what magic and Kareem right there for them. All right. I mean, the rest of the team, we got to figure it out. All right. They bring back uh, fifth year, senior Greg Jones at the other guard spot. He averaged eight points a game. I expect him to have even better stats this year to after that. Okay. Is it going to be, I don't, who are the other starters here? We're penciling in. I'm assuming it's going to be Jacob Ognachevich, a Valpo transfer who averaged about six points a game. Could be, could be uh, Jason Montgomery, the D two transfer who put up 16 points a game or uh, perhaps Parker Hazen who had a redshirt fifth year, senior seven points a game. I don't know who they're going to plug in at the other two spots, Caleb Coleman, perhaps. Um, but they got a decent core here with Johnson and Asadula, as well as Greg Jones and Parker Hayes and some experience there. Yes. They're breaking in four new freshmen. I don't know how much any of those guys will see the, the court, but Lipscomb, I expect them to be decent again. I expect them to be battling. I don't, I don't think they're going to win the conference, but I do expect them to be a tough out night in night out. They're a pretty good basketball team and uh Lenny, a cuff. It's a big year for him, but uh, I don't know. I mean, 
what year one, he was 16 and 16 last year. He was 15 and 12. So maybe, maybe he gets maybe, maybe uh, year three is a big year for them. I don't know. Sign me up. I think they're going to be a, a tough team, tough, you know, f- night in night out within the conference. So uh, keep an eye out on Lipscomb. Now, another team that uh, is, is new is going to be new to the conference that I think, you know, we, we got to wonder, okay, what is North Alabama? Yeah. I look from handicapping and watching them some last year, they were getting better from the year before, but I mean, they joining this conference. I almost feel like it's like, okay, well, what are you going to offer? I mean, I think they're going to struggle to tell you the truth. I think a lot of, a couple of these schools entering this, this conference just aren't there yet. And, and Tony Pujol, uh, look, he's done a decent job with the lions, but I just think I'm looking at this team, breaking down this roster, trying to make sense of what I see. First off, they're one of the only teams where you look in the transfer portal. Wasn't a big thing. Was not a big thing. Uh, this was a team that was a good defense a season ago. And you got to remember not that long ago, they were, they were not a D one school. So uh, Jamari Blackman's back. Peyton Youngblood is back. Those two guys averaged double digits a season ago and they're starting four of four of penciled in. They got four seniors starting out of five. They got a Juco transfer, big man, Damian forest coming in. They got a slew of freshmen, five freshmen uh, and one transfer that are new to the roster. After that, see, my thing is they lack height. They, they, they are going to need some of these freshmen and, and Damian Forrest to, to really have a, a, a good year because this team's not very tall. They start their starting point guard. CJ Brim's a five, nine point guard, 8.6 board or 8.6 points per game, 2.6 assist him, Jamari Blackman, Peyton Youngblood. That's going to be their bread and butter. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I tend to think they're still just, it's going to be tough. Give them a few years, give them a few years. Um, but the lions, uh, you know, they, they were looking better, but now joining a new conference and stuff. Ah, I'll just put it like this. I don't expect them to, they're going to be in the cellar, I think of the conference. And that's, I have nothing against you personally, uh, lion fans out there, but, uh, yeah, I don't see this team really doing much this year. Now, here's another school you, we touched on North Alabama. How about a team like uh North Florida? North Florida is a team I have a hard time I had a hard time handicapping with this team last year. I really did. The Ospreys. Um Matthew Driscoll though in year 12. 12 at the helm. Um and perhaps you look at this team, they're bringing back Jose placer, 14.5 points a game, him and Carter Hendrickson, their forward who got about 15 points a game, five boards. That right. There's a nice one, two punch. I actually think they're in better shape than North Alabama. You look at the experience, you look at uh, the, the, they, once again, much like North Alabama, they weren't that active in the transfer portal. They brought in a couple uh, a D two transfer and a, a Juco transfer and the rest are, are freshmen, uh, two other freshmen that are new to the roster. The rest is experienced players. And that's why I kind of like North Florida to be 
tough out in, in within the Atlantic Sun. So keep an eye out on them. I would say Placer and Hendrickson's their their bread and butter there, but even uh, their their other guard slash forward uh, Dorian James and Emmanuel Abadoyan, uh, those guys are solid contributors from a season ago. Same with Jonathan Ibar. So I think they might be solid within this conference. Keep an eye out on North Florida. Getting to the end of the line here with the good old Stetson Hatters. Yes, Donnie Jones's bunch. He is entering year three. Um, look, with Stetson, I don't know what to tell you. You got your work cut out for you. Um, but I will say this: there's worse teams in this conference. There was worse teams in this conference. So it's year three at Stetson. I think they could be a solid team. They have three starters back from a season ago that all averaged double digits. Chase Johnson, Christian Jones, and Rob Perry. And I even like the big man uh uh Diawara. That guy, that guy, ten points a game, six boards, one block per game. He could be huge. And uh, I mean, they, here's what's interesting: they have an extremely short team, with the exception of him. They could basically go with the four guard lineup and then Diawala, and. I don't know. I mean, uh, if, if they have some questions at the point guard spot, they're inexperienced there. Steven Swenson will be the guy. Um, but, but the rest of the starting five, at least looks decent. Now they're breaking in five freshmen on the bench, zero transfers, which is shocking um, in in today's current day and age. And then on the bench, I would say Josh Smith, maybe Keith Lamar or uh, Valdez could be contributors. I think Stetson's probably middle of the pack. I, I just don't, no, I mean they need some of these freshmen to pan. I get some a little bit of depth on this bench, maybe some height too. Um, but overall, I would say let me just give you the pecking order. I'm going to go from worst to first. I think the worst team in this year's Atlantic Sun. Uh, I mean, it's hard not to go Central Arkansas, but I think they're now. I think you got to go Central Arkansas. I almost went, I almost went North Alabama or Kennesaw, but I'm going to say central Arkansas is the worst. Second worst will be Kennesaw state. Third worst will be North Alabama. Uh, fourth worst will be, I will go with Stetson. Fifth worst will be Jacksonville, the dolphins six worst or yeah, six best team. I should say, uh, will be man. Give me North Florida fifth best team in the conference will be Florida golf coast. Fourth best will be Lipscomb. Third best will be. This is where it gets tough. I think it's a. I I, I think it's a four team race essentially between Liberty, Jacksonville State, Eastern Kentucky, and Bellarmine. I'll go Bellarmine. Fourth, give me Jacksonville State. Second, Eastern Kentucky. No, actually, you know what? Give me Eastern Kentucky third. Liberty second, Jacksonville State number one. Jacksonville State takes it home, upsets Liberty, gets to the NCAA tournament, goes dancing. 
You heard it here first, guys. This is the college basketball experience. We're going to break down all these conferences. All right. I'll have guests on most of them, but hey, sometimes you got to rock solo. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. And while you're at it, subscribe to the college football experience because we cover both sports nonstop year round. But yes, the college basketball experience. Um, look, we're going to be breaking down. This will be a daily show, not just for the Atlantic Sun, but for all of college basketball. Well, I will give out the best bets. So check it out. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. This is my uh, college basketball is our bread and butter. We love it here. Me, Patty C, NC Nick, Terrell Furman Jr. We handicap every single Division One college basketball and college football game we've been doing for the past four years. Never had a losing season. So subscribe. Tell a friend we're also way over 500 on our locks for all those years. And trust me, we love handicapping some college basketball. You might find the best value out of all the sports that we do might just come from college basketball. So subscribe, tell a friend, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to watch this new conference as it continues to evolve. Um, Guys, go out and get that SGPN app. It's free to to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. You get all of our picks. You get all of our podcasts. You get all of our content. Gotta grab that. And if you do, like I said, it's free in the App Store and Google Play Store. And if you do, give us a five star review. Say some nice things about us. And if you do that, take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Uh, give me a follow, show me the screenshot, and then I will uh, send you a college basketball experience t-shirt. All right. Brand new at the Colby D Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K Terrell Furman jr. On Twitter at really rail underscore underscore the college basketball experience new to Twitter at Instagram at TCE on SGPN and the sports gambling podcast network on Twitter at the SGP network, follow them all. And also if you're real swift, check out our Slack channel, sports gambling podcast. Cause we have up to date college basketball talk going on nonstop. So check that out. All right, folks, this is the college basketball experience. Atlantic sun season preview. Can't wait for the season to start. You better start thinking about yours. And we have it.